0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi everybody, I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast.
1: What's going on, Colts fans? I'm Lawrence Owen with my guys Rodney McLeod, Gerard Powers. We're back here with Believe in Colts, and wow, what a past 24 hours, what a past seven days I mean the Indianapolis Colts have now lost two in a row they lost their offensive coordinator their head coach and then hired a head coach with no college or pro coaching experience and we're going to get into yesterday's game and the hiring the firing and the press conference in just a moment but before we get started i just want to say basketball is back bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends at bet online as your continued source for all sports wagering information bet online features live betting free contests and giveaways all season long always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events whether it's nfl nba nhl mma tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Well, Gerard, we're going to start with you about yesterday's game. All right. Ah. After, after watching that game, man, what what was your impressions of the team overall from what you saw about that dismal performance by the offense uh kind of you know what it's been all year uh defense is you know trying their
2: best to you know keep the team in the game hang in there uh but as a defense you can only do so much until things start wearing down a little bit especially on the road uh sam i mean i mean it's it's kind of i I don't want to say it's expected but i didn't expect him to you know, come in and just be the savior of the offense. I mean, like I said, it's a lot of issues going on with the offense to where, you know, if, if you know, when we when we started the pod, you know, before the season, you know, I, I was the one that said, like, if Sam has to play, that means our offense is in trouble. And obviously we got a lot of issues with our offense right now, offense uh the Patriots defense pretty much had their way. Uh, but I thought our defense, uh, you know, played tough, you know, got turnovers, you know, played with enthusiasm, played with energy, um, you know, excited to be out there. But but like I said, you can only do so much, uh, you know, with one phase of the game. But uh, a lot of stuff been happening with the Colts. And, I mean, obviously, you can you can see this thing unraveling a little bit. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, and we're here. We're here today with, with all the headlines and everything coming through Indy.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Rodney, yesterday the defense again came out and poured their heart and soul onto the field. Uh, You gave up 203 total yards the entire night. You know, only gave up like 35% third down completion percentage. Um, Just only 3.3 yards per play, you know, to the Patriots. I I think you guys did a, a really good job. How hard is it to just keep playing and keep that same enthusiasm and, and stuff all the way to the end in, in a game that was turning out the way it was late in the third and the fourth quarter uh, like yesterday?
0: Yeah, I think our mindset on defense is, you know, we don't blink until uh, that clock hits zero zero. Uh, I think as we go throughout that game – uh, we understand kind of where we are, you know, as a team. And, you know, it, it's kind of on us to ensure that we limit the points, we create turnovers, we create short fields uh, for our offense right now. And, you know, as we go throughout that game, we just kept stressing, you know, we, we have to find a way to uh, create some more momentum, create a turnover, and, and, and Bobby did that at a very uh clutch time, you know, for our defense. And you know, we actually had a couple other opportunities that we missed out on. You know, right now we're very being very critical of ourselves and, you know, analyzing it all, right? And and how can we uh still a possession, uh gain a um, you know, uh, another, yeah, gain another possession through a turnover and and just, you know, just looking at the film in, in that way. But you know, as you go throughout the game, man, you just focus on what you can control. And, you know, for us, that's uh, how we perform on defense uh, each and every week and understanding, you know, it's a team sport, man. And, and at the end of the day, regardless of, of what side of the ball is, is performing at you know, the highest level, like we all uh, bleed blue right now and we all feel the same, um, you know, struggles and uh, disappointment from that game. And understand it, man, that that's not to the level of our standard at all. The performance we put out there as a team on Sunday versus versus the Patriots, you know, like we spoke about last week, man, who was a robbery of ours. There's great history there. Uh, and it felt like, you know, it was a we let a lot of people down. Uh, you know, guys like Gerard, you know, who who played and and put that uniform on, man, and and went to went to battle. And so uh, we have to wear that. We have to own that and understand where we are right now. But, you know, the great thing about it is we still have another opportunity next week um, to go out there uh, once again and and put it on the line and find a way to get the team back on track uh, because reality is there's a lot of ball to be played. Uh, but we obviously have to believe in ourselves, continue to trust in one another, uh, and stay together, you know, through it all uh, based on, you know, what's, what's occurred, for us as an organization and, and knowing that uh, there's going to be a lot of noise out there and we just have to continue to block that out um, and just worry about uh, what's important. And that's uh, getting to win this upcoming Sunday.
1: Okay. Gerard, after yesterday's dismal offensive performance where the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> did not their offense, they didn't convert one third down they got 121 total yards of offense. They were sacked 9 times. Where's the blame fall? I mean, obviously Frank Reich has been fired. Uh but does he deserve all the blame and 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 should we g- be giving a little bit of uh credit to Bill Belichick and and, and his and his uh team for the game? as it turned out, or should we be looking uh, almost all within on on something like that?
2: Uh, I don't think there's just one person to blame. Uh, You know, like Rodney uh, alluded to, you know, it's a team sport and everybody has to do their, their part of the puzzle for the puzzle to be complete. You know, so, you know, it's not all on Sam. It's not all on the offensive line. It's not all on the wide receivers. It's everybody, man, everybody from coaches to players. Uh, on that side of the ball. But on the flip side, I mean, Bill Belichick is not going to let, you know, uh, a second-year quarterback with no uh, experience go out there and just torture him. You know, he, he's been notorious for making young quarterbacks look awful when they play the the Patriots. That's been like his thing over the years. So, I mean, it's a tough it's a tough matchup for Sam's first role game, you know, in New England. And, and obviously, New England has its own struggles, its own problems as well that they're trying to fix and get to. And it looks like they're doing a good job in doing that. Uh, but when you switch quarterbacks, especially when you're talking about Matt Ryan and going to Sam, you can't you don't have the same offensive uh, scheme or or play calling that you would with a veteran like Madden there. You're you're calling plays that you feel like Sam would be able to handle, be comfortable with, you know, and, uh, you know, doing things like that. So a lot of times when you got young players in these prominent positions that's never played and never – and and don't have the experience, sometimes it kind of, uh, I guess – put you in all, almost like a chokehold on what you can do offensively. Cause, uh, cause like I said, Sam don't have the reps, don't have the experience yet to be, uh, uh, I guess for, for the coaches just to open the entire playbook. And, uh, and like I said, you know, when you're facing Bill Belichick with an inexperienced quarterback, I mean, it, it don't matter if it was the coach or if it was the Kansas city chiefs, if you got an inexperienced quarterback going against Bill Belichick, man, you're going to have your hands full that night. And obviously we had our hands full.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so full that uh, yesterday, uh, some really big moves happened for the Indianapolis <laughs> Colts. Really, I mean, they don't get much bigger than that, right? Yeah. Um, so, Rodney, we're going to talk about now, you know, the, the head coaching moves that was happened uh, with Ballard and Ursa yesterday, uh, firing uh, Frank Reich, um, hiring Jeff Saturday. In that situation, <laughs> in that situation, obviously we knew that Frank Reich, after the game, his job was in trouble, right? Because the 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 offensive coordinator was fired last week, and if the offense looked I- any worse, that most likely his job was on the line as well, and it looked much much worse. But when you went in to the uh, when you had your team meeting yesterday. Uh what was the general feeling of yourself and just the locker room itself with the the news of the firing of Frank Reich and when you're told uh who your new new head coach was going to be? Yeah. Uh
0: for us as as players, it definitely came um uh, it was a shock. Uh you know, I would I would say uh, you, you kind of uh, sit there and, and, and now try to figure out where are we going? Uh You know, who is going to now uh be leading us ultimately, right, uh, for the remainder of this season? And you kind of just looking for a sense of direction at that point. And uh, I think everybody just starts to really uh, look themselves look themselves in, in, in the mirror and, and, and say – uh, you know, tomorrow isn't promised for for anyone, right? You know, when you start to see the the moves that are being made inside the organization, uh, week to week, uh, really over the course of this past month, I guess we should say, right? From you know Matt to Sam to uh, mm-hmm. losing, you know Marcus, and then now Frank, uh, you know, it, it makes you realize and understand that this is a uh, productive business and. Yep you have to, um, have that mindset, not only every week, but every day that you enter that building. And that's something that I, I try to make sure that I one demonstrate, you know, as being an 11 year vet, when I walk into that, every day I walk into that building and, and, you know, in my conversations with younger guys and, uh, you know, and, and it's nothing to, you know, don't live in fear, but just understand, um, you know, how this, how this game works. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, I think for us, you know, now we have that clarity in who's going to be leading us moving forward. Uh, somebody that obviously has uh, the accolades, right. When it comes to being a former player as chef Saturday was a uh, hell of a player for the, for the Colts over his years, uh, won a, a championship, kind of understands what it takes and comes from a player perspective. Um, And some clips I've seen, he he seems like, you know, he was a great leader uh, for not only that Mm -hmm. offensive line, but that offensive unit. So, you know, I'm excited to, you know, now have him step in. But at the end of the day, Uh man, you know, it comes down to, it doesn't really matter who's standing in front uh, of us, to be honest. It it really comes down to uh, us as players getting it done uh, on that field. Absolutely, uh, we make everything come to life. We're the ones out there uh, playing, and 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 we mm-hmm. have to uh, make sure we have the right mindset moving forward. Uh, make sure we have the right heart, you know, moving forward. Like nothing changes, you you feel me? Uh, now that this this move has been made, uh, nothing changes for us. It's still uh, go out there and, and win games. We still have a lot of ball to be played, and quite frankly. Uh, you are what you put on tape. And so we have to make sure that when we go out there, man, we're putting our best foot forward and we're putting our best uh, product on tape because this will not only, you know, determine our fate for this season, but a lot of our fates individually, right? Because they're closely evaluating. This is going to determine our character, not only as a team, but as individuals you feel me this test is your character in times of struggle and adversity you quickly see you know what guys are made of and so i believe we we do have the right guys uh hopefully you know now you know jeff can uh figure out a way to obviously you know motivate us inspire us you know that much more to continue to push forward uh bring his his experience and and cultural um uh, i i guess uh uh persona and 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 things that he's uh you know things that he was a part of while he was here in the Colts and and hopefully that uh puts us in in a great position moving forward but also like to take the time to say man you never want to see anyone you know be let go to lose their job uh, lose their job man and and much uh respect to Frank and what he's been able to do uh over the course of his time here and 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 uh as a Colts uh head coach and you know I have a great deal of respect for him, and you know wish him all the best moving forward.
2: Absolutely. Man, you you uh, I'm glad you uh, brought that up about Frank, because uh, when I was in Indy way way back in the day, 2009, uh, Frank was the QB coach. So I knew Frank before he you, like moved up the ranks and you know became who he is. But when you look at Frank's tenure as the coach, man, you're talking about somebody that got there and had luck for one year and then luck retired and everything else was kind of, you know, trying to figure it out, trying to get the quarterback and all that. So he was kind of put in a tough position, uh, you know, with the luck, you know, surprise uh, retiring. Because everybody know if you don't have a quarterback at the helm, it's hard to win games. And uh, and I feel like Frank was kind of put in an unfortunate situation um you know coming to indy thinking like hey we got a quarterback of the future that you know could be one of the better quarterbacks in the league and you know you have all these plans and all these goals going forward on how you want to uh you know lead the the lead the coach and then boom your your franchise quarterback retiring and, all, and then it's, it almost feels like you had to hit a reset and uh you know and get things figured out so uh like you said man i hate for coaches to lose their job because sometimes as fans you forget that you know these are these guys livelihood this is how they're taking care of their family you know they got children and kids that watch espn that see all these reports and see what people are saying about their dads and you know things of that nature so uh you know i feel for frank because i do feel like he tried to do everything possible that he could, you know, do in his hands, you know, to help this team is just an unfortunate situation. Like, like Rodney said, it's a productive business and uh, you know, and head coaches are judged off wins and losses. And when the losses start to add up, obviously as a, as a business, you know, you got to do what's, what's best for the business at the end of the day.
1: Gerard, you spent some time on the team with Jeff Saturday, who's now the head coach. Oh yeah, correct? And I, yeah. I want, I want uh, you to tell people uh, your thoughts about the, the man, the player, and how you uh, are kind of foreseeing uh, how he is going to lead this Colts team as the interim head coach this season.
2: Well, I think Rodney uh, and the guys that that probably never met Jeff. You know, obviously not now, but didn't know Jeff or met Jeff. You know, prior to this happening, I think they'll see very quickly how passionate Jeff is. Uh, man, he's a he's a blue collar guy. Wakes up, put his hard hat on, and and that's who he is. I mean, Jeff was an undrafted guy that played 15 years in the NFL. Was an undersized center and protected, obviously the you know arguably the greatest quarterback in the history of the game for that, that whole, his whole career. Uh, But he's a tremendous leader. Uh, He's personal. He understands what players go through. He understands the locker room. Uh, You know, he's won a ton of games as a player. He was involved in some great teams. Uh, But I I think even Jeff would tell you, he's not, you know, getting this job and having people thinking like he's going to be like this savior, like it's going to happen overnight. I think that, you know, uh, he, he's pretty much at the the head of this team right now to make sure everything stays intact, make sure the locker room stays intact, make sure guys mentally stay focused. Uh, I mean, he has a lot of great assistant coaches around him. I mean, you talk about some of the past players that played for the coach that's now on that team that played with Jeff and Cato June and Reggie Wayne and all those guys. All those guys played together in the prime of their uh, careers. So I think Jeff is going to bring... You know excitement he's gonna bring passion he's gonna he's gonna bring a a, a different level of intensity that that frank maybe had you know frank was more of the laid-back persona um you know but if you you know do enough wrong things frank will raise his voice he'll get after some guys if he had to but i think jeff is gonna you know bring some excitement some energy back in the in the building and let guys know like we still got you know, eight more games to play, nine more games to play, you know, we can still, you know, uh, you know, write our own chapter in this in this book that we're doing right now. So uh, I know everybody was kind of shocked into hire. I was even shocked. You know, I, I kind of want to ask Jeff. I might hit Jeff up and ask him, you know, who all did he ask? you know, to take this position before it got to him. Cause I feel like he might've asked Reggie. He might've asked Peyton. He might've asked a lot of guys before he got to Jeff. But, uh, it's I, a, it's I a, think, un-
1: I think in the presser, Jim Ursay was asked, you know, oh, okay. who, who all was asked. <laughs> and he said, Jeff was the only guy that he asked to take the job.
2: Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I think, um, it shocked a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. I mean, nobody was expecting a, a a guy that's never been coaching to be the interim head coach. I mean, but at that same token, we're talking about Jim Ursay, man. I mean, you look at the history of Jim Ursay being the owner of the coast, man, he's done some unorthodox things, you know, as an owner, and this is just another piece to his legacy and what he's doing. But a win will solve everything. We go out there and win Sunday and everybody will forget about everything that's been happening in the past two weeks and we'll everybody will get back on board and trying to just make sure we're focusing on winning games at the end of the day. Winning solves everything. Like what? what can Rodney and the guys do to kind of get things back in order yeah. as far as everybody yeah. back focused like like and i'm gonna let rodney answer but like rodney said man when when stuff like this happened everybody's job is now on the line so you're not gonna have guys going in there um not motivated if okay. that makes sense because you can still get cut today you know yeah. at the end of the day you can still lose your job i remember uh when peyton uh had the neck injury in 2011 and couldn't play and it was kind of a last second deal like right at the beginning of the season uh you know everybody said he couldn't play or whatever and uh, we had to go with quarterbacks that we just wasn't you know equipped or they wasn't ready and we ended up going three and 13 so we knew some changes was going to happen but that was the talk of the locker room every time we walked in the locker room guys was reminding each other like hey job is on the line like don't come in here You know, and have the same mindset as our record right now because you will lose your job. And then, boom, Chuck Pagano gets the job, and they literally cut like 15, 20 guys. I'm talking as soon as he got the job, he cut like 15, 20 guys. So Rodney, Rodney is absolutely right when he says you are what you put on film. And even though things might not be where we want them to be as a team, every day everybody's getting evaluated in that building so you got you'll have guys walking into the building motivated because some are motivated because contracts might be up money situation some are motivated just because they want more playing time or whatever the situation may be but guys know that they're being evaluated especially when all eyes are on are like on you now in the building, new, new interim head coach records, not what it needs to be just fired the head. Like all these things are happening and you best believe the players know that the eyes are on them as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I a hundred percent agree uh, with Gerard uh, on that, on those points. And this is actually my first time experiencing a, a coaching change uh, in mid season in, in my career. So uh, to Gerard's point, like I I know what it feels like to be a part of, I guess the new regime as as you know people now come in. You know when I came into the league in 2012 with the Rams, Jeff Fisher got the job, and there were a lot of people that we watched on OTAs that were no longer there at the start of um, or mini camp. I should say they were there at the start of OTAs once rookies came in. Uh, they cut a lot of guys, and and so. You know, when that happens, man, like, like Gerard said, you have an idea as the season goes along, when you start to lose, you know, changes naturally will happen, whether that's during the season or the off season, changes will be made when you win, everybody benefits from this. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there are job opportunities. There's new contracts, like everything is going well, but and I, and as players, you you understand that. And I mean, obviously, we want to win because we want championships. But we want to win also to allow guys <laughs> to get paid. To like, right. you know, what I'm saying, not have all these drastic changes. You know, honestly, like nobody wants to uh, play uh, for a team that that you know has a different coach every other year. Uh, yeah. You know, you're under a, a different coordinator. Like, you don't you don't want to go throughout your career that way. And so I mean I think for us like you know as I said earlier man it just comes down to the leaders keeping it tight uh us you know making sure that everybody has that that right uh frame of mind when they enter the building uh first and foremost starting on Wednesday understanding you know what the task is at hand and we are just focusing uh week to week man just going one and no. the same thing that that Frank preached to us that's that's true like we we stand on that um, and we have to uh, go out there man, and just get to work. Uh, that's the best way to honestly solve it all is, is your preparation, your work, daily deposits, man. That's how I like to call it each and every day. What you put in is what you get out. So uh, when we when we show up tomorrow to work, uh, you know, that's the first day of, of going in and, and, and cashing in.
1: Next week's episode for reviewing the game will be interesting because, you know, we're also going to talk about how, you know, practice and everything else was throughout the week, I think would be a, a good way of of kind of kind of diving into how saturday is running things and i think that's going to be a a really good episode can't wait to talk to you and 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 gerard and and maybe a guest if we can get another guest on here next week that'd be that'd be absolutely awesome uh get another outsider's opinion but thank you guys uh it was a a wild last 24 hours but um you know we got a little bit of optimism right now we got some new changes so you don't know what's in store for the future hopefully things turn out to be on the positive side and we can get this this train uh back on the tracks and rolling all right thanks so much rodney and gerard this was believe in colts brought to you by uh bet online and until next time as usual go colts
0: do you believe